What's up, peeps? I'm Matt. And I'm Mike. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps, two 20-somethings who love talking video games and Nintendo and all things nerdy. So, this week has been quite a fun week for me, Mike. I don't know about you, but uh, how's it going? Well, my week started a little bad. I was stuck at a rainy graduation for some college kid I don't care about. It was, uh, was kind of rough. It bad. Hey, hey, you weren't what? sitting out there from 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, uh, I was awake from 6 a.m. and I started lining up at 8 in the morning, so... I was there. I dropped off my girlfriend. Yeah, but I mean, I was there at 8, so... All right, all right. I'm just saying, by the time I was seated, my butt was wet. I'm sorry that your butt was wet. Truly. Tragedy. Such a, such a tragedy. Hey, I wasn't wearing plastic robes. Yeah, well... Anyway... anyway other than that... <laughs> So I did graduate from college over the past week. Uh, it was quite exciting for me, at least. I thought it was a good time. Uh, it was like it, a three-hour ceremony, it but it was somehow shorter than the ceremony for my high school graduation. So Yeah, well, I mean, mm, yeah. <laughs> Our high school was pretty that slow, high school. let's be honest. <laughs> uh, other than that, though, I've been staying up at school for a little while just with my buddies, and we've been hanging out. And chilling and doing all these all sorts of fun activities. I went to a um a museum yesterday. That was fun. That was a good time. That's cool. Yeah. I on the other hand went back to work. As much as I'm like, I don't want to go back to work. I'm like, yay! I'll have like two hours of video game time because of the uh, because of the fun of the train. So oh as much as I'm like, I don't want to work. I'm like, listen, I have allotted time that no one can tell me to do anything else but play video games. So that part was nice. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of which, what have you been playing this week? Well, it's been weird, Matt. So I finished Donkey Kong last week, and the the long, sharp, unpull-outable claws of Pelican Town's residents have gotten back into me again. I've oh basically, my. I've basically only been playing Stardew Valley. Like last time I texted you, I told you I was like, oh, I'm like halfway through the winter, and now I'm halfway through spring. Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I love this game, but I've also been trying to dabble in other things. Um, I played a little bit more of Don't Starve because the patches came out, so the beefalo and the rabbits aren't invisible sometimes anymore, which is good. And it's fixed. Good, good. Yeah, so that's been fun. I mean, it's a roguelike, uh, so I like playing like one time a day usually. So like yesterday um, on the way home, I started a, a run of it and I lasted like eight or nine days, but... I'm trying my best to not look up anything for this game. I want to just, like, explore it. Would you classify that as a roguelike or a survival? I, I mean, because, like, roguelike insinuates that you can you can go in with stuff and you can progressively get better over time because you can make yourself more powerful, but you can't do that in Don't Starve. Well, not necessarily for roguelikes. Like, Binding of Isaac doesn't get you... You don't get better. I mean, well, you, no. you get better at the game, but you don't... Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't classify Don't Starve as a roguelike, but eh, it doesn't matter. Good game. I mean, like, you're probably right. I mean, I'd probably put it more as a survival game, but I don't put it as a survival game because I'm not very good at it. So it's like a roguelike because in <laughs> because an hour I I'm done. don't survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm sitting there, it's like day nine, my little guy is like, did you hear that? And I was like, no, little man, I didn't hear that. And they said it again, and I was like, that's a little concerning. And then, in the middle of the night, these, like, werewolf pig-looking things murdered me. And, oh, uh, I love the pigs. If you give them meat, they'll be your friend. The giant monster things? Or just the regular pigs? The, the U-sized like... pigs. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm not very good at Don't Starve. I think my best <laughs> Don't Starve run... I, I have the game on the PS4, but my best Don't Starve run, I think I lasted, like, 40-something days. And then I died. And then I was so upset that I never went back to the game. 
but I love that game. Yeah, no, it's so good. I think my Steam record's 28 days, and I did the same thing, but I hadn't played it for so long that I was like, well, I guess I won't I mean, play. no, it's like, I was annoyed, but I wasn't annoyed at the game, like, oh, this is a bad game. I was like, God! Oh. You know, it's like... Yeah, no, it's it's not like, I'm sorry, it's not like it's a bad game, I get frustrated and I don't want to play anymore, but it's like, it's one of those games where, because it's a survival game, you know, you invest a lot of time and energy into it, so then when you lose all your progress, you're like... Okay, I'm going to put this away for a little bit. I'm going to stay calm. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then I'm going to move on. So I, that's been good. I also tried playing a little bit of Skyrim. I'm worried about it. Why are you worried? Well, it's like I've had probably like three or four opportunities to just start up the day playing some Skyrim. Could probably get two or three hours into it. And I'm just like, but but do I want to? Exactly. And I'm like, no, I need I need to, like, get more of this experience so I can say that I've experienced the game. Also, I mean, in my own defense, my horsey just died and I was really devastated by that. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, I, I, gotta, I gotta experience, I gotta, like, just push myself to play the game some more. I think it's partially because of maybe the fact that, I mean, it is an old game and I don't have the, the uh, nostalgia for it. I mean, you gotta remember, it's a seven-year-old game, right? Like there are better versions of this kind of it's game. It's not a out. good game. It wasn't a good game when it came out. Sorry. Okay. Well, Matt, you can you have your point. I don't want I don't want to stop you. You good for now? Yeah, I'm okay. Sorry. That was a little that was a loud burst. No, no, no. But it's not a good it's game. It's okay. You're allowed to have your outbursts. I know you don't like Skyrim, and so does everybody else. But uh <laughs> I got to get more of an experience so I can say I did it and then I can talk about it. Uh so Matt, what have you been playing? I honestly really haven't had that much time to play video games because I've been palling around lately, but, you know, you're going to judge me in about 30 seconds. I have gotten very into Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key on my cell phone. So what you're telling me is, I, I just want to hear this out real fast. Okay. So not only is it a mobile game, yes, something that I'm not really keen on, right? but it's a Kingdom Hearts game, right. which is something I really like to not be keen on for your sake. Yeah, but you, you have nothing actually against Kingdom Hearts, seeing as how you've only played one of them. Matt, I'm just trying to understand what a Riku is. Yeah, I know, Mike. I know. Matt, what, Matt? Someday, Matt. someday. Matt. Yeah, Mike. Matt. Mike. Matt. Mike. Matt. Mike. Why does everyone have an X in their name? I don't understand. Oh, no, that's actually, there's a reason for that, because Xemnas is trying. Oh, God, you know, here, we go, spoiler, here we go. Here we go. No, stop, stop. I, stop. I won't. Please stop. Experience Please. the story for yourselves. It's, it's a good time. You might need it's to a make, good time. You might need to make a corkboard or three to connect everything, but it's a really fun time. You uh-huh. might need to watch two hours of cinematics. Mike, there's a lot more than two hours of cinematics. No, but isn't wasn't one of the versions of the game just come with cinematics from that game because they didn't actually remaster it? Um, okay, so in the collection, in the 1.5 collection, they put together Kingdom Heart the original Kingdom Hearts. Chain of Memories and the cutscenes from 358 over two days, because 358 over two days was on the DS, and they didn't have enough time to go back and remaster the whole game. Because they would, A, they lost a lot of the files for the game, so they'd essentially have to remake it. And B, it's not exactly easy to port a game from the DS to the PlayStation 3 and make it look good. So it was going to oh, be yeah. no, a, I know. a really big challenge, so they decided to just take the cutscenes, and they made a ton of new cutscenes. And it is like... Three hours and two minutes of just cutscenes from the game. And it actually makes a pretty that is entertaining what I need movie. To know. Yeah, I just, I knew, I knew there was like that thing with like, hey, we, we didn't get to put this game out, so we just put the cutscenes on a disc. Yes, but I mean, I haven't, and you know, I was just thinking about this, um, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out in the end of the, by the end of the year, 
likely November, so I'm when I get home, I'm going to have to start my Kingdom Hearts marathon. Are you playing through every game? I will be playing through every single game. I do this every time a new Kingdom Hearts game comes out. I just play through all of them. All right, all right. Very excited. So, but the mobile game has been fun. Do you think it's good just in general or for Kingdom Hearts fans specifically? Kingdom Hearts fans specifically, but I mean, no. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts fans specifically, and also... To me, you have to be a real Kingdom Hearts fan to be into it, because it's not really that good of a game, but the lore is important for Kingdom Hearts 3. So, I like, you don't have to play through it, because they have summarized what happens, but me being me, I gotta play through it. So I'm gonna play through it. That's fair. That's fair. And it's like, as long as you enjoy Kingdom Hearts, it's really not that bad, and the microtransactions where the game first launched a while ago, like two years ago, were awful, to the point where I, I couldn't play the game. I put it down, I'm like, I'm not paying them for this, this is stupid. But now they've done it so the way that it's it's very easy to get things without paying anything. So I'm getting, like, significant progress now without paying any money. So I'm having a good time. Well, good. It's because, I mean, they want people to see it. So, yeah, there it oh, is. Of course. Yeah. This is our weekly update, by the way. Um, just real fast. Uh, Matt, there hasn't been any F-Zero news, and I'm very upset. And there hasn't been any Smash news, and I'm very happy. I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> but anyway, the nice thing we like to talk about is our indie spotlights. So I, uh, the first one I want to talk about, um, so Trailblazers is a game that I think we haven't talked about on the podcast, right, Matt? We've just talked about it together. Ooh, yes, yes. No, we have not. But this game looks awesome. This game looks really fun. So the quick and dirty is it's a 3v3 racing game, but it's Splatoon. So it's like your your car makes like a like a not an ink spray but like a you know a colored thing behind you and your goal I think is at the end of three laps to I think it's like a point system I don't think it's like coming in first I think it's like how much of the the board you have covered and then also something about the timing it's it's weird I I don't know how it scores you but basically you ta- I think you take damage or something if you go on your opponent's thing or you go slower something like that yeah or like yeah so it's like the idea is that you're doing better if you're on your own turf but you need to make more turf to it's like swimming around like a squid in splatoon yeah so this game looks really cool i like the idea of it but it's coming out in june um for all platforms except for switch they said switch will be coming later but it will have cross-platform play so this is going to be like uh it's gonna be like rocket league yes which i think is an apt comparison honestly I, yeah, I mean, this game, it's not like Rocket League, but it looks like it could have a following similar to Rocket League. Yeah, like, nothing super serious. Like, if you really want to, like, play this really, really good, I think you can. But I think it will be a great game to just, like, pick up and play a couple rounds it's a of party with your friends. It's, it's goofy. So that looks very exciting. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is Moonlighter. Uh, so Moonlighter is an indie game, I believe it was on Kickstarter, that is very similar to a game that was on Steam called Reseteer, an item shop's tale. So the idea of this game is that during the day, you are a merchant and you're selling your goods to people and you're, you know, this is like a like a shop sim game. But then at night, you go into these dungeons and you have to fight monsters and get loot. And that loot you can sell for money or you could sell in your shop. And then you use that money to, you know, build up the town or, you know, buy crafting pieces or, you know, buy a cool piece of armor from some guy. So it looks like one of these games where, like, you know, it's, it's twofold. You know, you have your you have your life sim style thing in the in the morning during the day and then at night. Is it a full on life sim? No, I mean, I'm saying life sim in the sense that, like, you're not it's not a combat oriented game. You're like right. building up the but town. Is it like that like, or that's is it more of... like like a shopkeeping game? Yeah, I guess a shopkeep sim. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking Diamond Dash. 
Oh yeah, no. I, I from what I've seen of that game that you talked about last week, Red Dragon Inn. I see similarities there, where gotcha. like there's an adventuring aspect, and then there's like a, a very kind of casual game aspect. Okay, and it looks really good. It's coming out on May 29th for the other platforms. So it's coming out on Steam, and I believe it's coming out on PS4. So hopefully it'll it'll be here quickly. Yeah, they've said every time they've talked about, it, they said the Switch release soon after. But that could mean three months. It could. I just, I don't want it to be three months, but so I'm optimistic. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it always is. But, it, but like, then I look at Don't Starve, I'm like, it could come out next week. Like, you know. Right. Anyway. So I'm optimistic. <laughs> next up, uh, Runner 3 is out? Does anybody care? I mean, the people who like the Runner games, I'm sure, are really excited. And from what I've heard, it's very good. But I was like, oh, aren't, that's out. Aren't they just, like, endless runners, though? I, I don't know. I've only played one of them for, like, ten minutes. And I guess endless is the wrong word for it, but, like, like um, the Mario game on the phone where, like, you control, like, you jump, but Mario doesn't stop running. Like, you don't have to make Mario run. So it doesn't look that yeah. interesting to me. It looks like a phone game to me. Yeah, I mean, I remember the game being pretty simplistic. I don't want to I don't want to cast my judgment because I really haven't played them. Right. But for the people who like the runner games, I'm sure they're really excited about this. Yeah, so. probably. So there you go. Go go get it. Buy it. Purchase it. Yeah. Love it like a child. The physical edition looks really cute. I will say that. Oh, that's nice. So, moving on, Bloodstained: Curse of the Moon has been delayed on the 3DS. So, the Switch one is still on track, but the 3DS one, you have to wait a little longer. Although, to be honest, I don't know who... If you have the option between the two, I'm sure people would rather get it on the Switch than 3DS to begin with. Also, we need to correct ourselves, because last week we said it was 20 bucks. It is actually only 10 bucks. So, if the price My is mistake, pretty... everybody. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If you were, um, if you didn't want to buy it because of that price, like myself, it's only 10 bucks, and now I'm more interested again. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen, the game looks interesting, and at 10 bucks, I'm much more willing to yeah, exactly. kind of take the dive and say, let me try this, like see the, how it goes. The full game looked like it'd be worth 20 bucks or 30 bucks, but this thing did not at all. Yeah, but that's actually all our indie news for the week. It's been a little bit of a quiet week in general, but, you know, indies, I, I'm expecting a lot of these companies to kind of be waiting until E3 at this point, if they're going to announce anything. I think... You know, I know they don't have their own conference, but, like... You know, it's the time when everyone's, you know, checking all the news sites, checking yeah. Twitter, we're, we're checking film, we're Reddit. We're filming this on May 23rd, so at this point in time, we're like two weeks out from E3, so if you don't, you don't want to announce something right now, right before the the big thing where everybody's going to care. Yeah. If anything, you want to announce it after, because then you know nothing else is going to be announced at that point. True. You don't want to get something lost in the scuffle. Right. But uh, next up is our quick news and updates, and we're going to start this off with something interesting, and I just learned something very interesting about this. Go Vacation has been announced for the Switch. It looks like Wii Sports, but, you know, for the Switch. However, Mike, I was Googling this a little while ago, and I learned that this game actually came out on the Wii, and this is a remaster. Yes, it is. So it came out in 2011, uh, a pseudo-sequel to uh, Wii Ski. This like the skiing game they used the balance board for, but obviously you're not using the balance board for this. Uh, when it first came out, it had very like okay reviews from like 50s to 80s around that range, but it still looks cute. I mean, it doesn't look worth $60, but it does look like a cute little fun time. Definitely better than one two switch. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, looking at the the reviews for the Wii game, I felt like you were in the same spot. Like it's. It was kind of middling, you know, it's nothing super exciting. But you gotta remember that the Wii had Wii Sports 
packaged into every Switch console. So, like, a game like this is going to suffer because it's like, oh, well, it doesn't have tennis. Well, Wii Sports has tennis. Does it have golf? Well, Wii Sports already had golf. So... Well, yeah, but this game has 50 mini games. So, like, I think the fact that it has those... I, I just feel like no, the fact that it has those isn't necessarily going to hurt it. But on the Wii... Oh, no, I don't mean it in that. I'm saying, like, with the Wii... You know, you're saying, why am I going to spend $60 on this game when I have five really good games that came for free? Oh, I mean, you know sure. I, mean? I don't know how well this game sold on the, on the Wii. I'd never heard of it until just now. Not, honestly, neither have I. But I feel like just with the situation at hand, you know, this game came out, I think, after Wii Motion Plus was a thing. So Wii Sports Resort was a thing. Yeah. You know, you have two options of Wii Sports games. Right, but... And there were so many of these waggle tech kind of games on the Wii that I imagine it was kind of hard to cut ahead. Sure, but I don't know if that necessarily may, would make the reviews better. Like, I don't know if that... The fact that it doesn't have to compete with those on the Switch, that's not going to make the game any better of a quality. Oh, no. I don't think that. I think that they have to definitely up the quality. But I am saying that it's going to have a better chance at, like, financial-wise success I mean, being on the yeah. Switch. I don't know how well it did a lot on that. the Wii, like I said before, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I also, uh, I'm very much into the, um, have you heard this? The, the conspiracy theory that they announced this game. So if someone types in Nintendo and Go instead of these Pokemon Go, Eevee, Go, <laughs> Pikachu editions, Obviously. they'll get this coming up in the news instead. Obviously. I, I, I don't think it's true, but I think it's really it's, funny. It's definitely not true, but that's hysterical. Yeah. So, I mean, like Matt said, I think it's good if it's, if, if it's better than the original and it seems fun, this might be a good game to pick up for parties. Well, like, Again, it, no matter what, it's better than 1-2-Switch. I'm sorry. I own 1-2-Switch, and I'm sad. <laughs> Looking at these reviews, I feel like, like, why would you remake, why would you choose this game to remake as opposed to just making a new one if you weren't going to tweak it in some significant way? Like, I would Absolutely. not, I would not re-release a game that got a 29 out of 40 on Famitsu. <laughs> yeah. I mean... They could re-release Wii Sports as is. That would be fine. But they can't release this as is. Exactly. You've you've got it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wii Sports. I don't. I don't know about that either. But Matt, if you saw Wii Sports for the Switch for thirty dollars, would you buy it? No, straight See, up. See, I would. Honestly, no. I would definitely buy it. I like. I mean, Wii Sports was fun when I first played it. But a, there's seven mini games. B, baseball doesn't even have full baseball, and it's, it's just like. I don't know. It 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 was what it was, and now there's better games to play. I agree, but it's a game that I can get my dad to play with me, and that's why I'd buy it. Okay, that's fair. My parents would never play a video game with me ever. Oh, absolutely not. That's I think that's where the dichotomy is here. Like, I can get my parents <laughs> to play video games with me. That's not happening for you. Nah, and it's, I don't know. This is this isn't a game that my friends and I would probably be interested in playing at this point in time. Yeah, I don't think we would play it. No, so. and like I don't know if even on the no, you know, on the Wii, I probably would have paid for it, but like here. I don't know, I would not pay $30 to play a game that I once had for free, and I still have for free. I could just power up my Wii U and play it. That's fair. Anyway, though, another thing that came out um, is that this weekend, well, actually, it'll be this past weekend by the time you guys hear this episode, but uh, we're having a new party crash that I won't miss this time. I promise you, Matt, I will not miss it this time. Okay, go for it. Mar May 25th to May 28th, Max Brass versus Master Mummy otherwise known as Max Brass versus more Max Brasses because no one's going to play Master Mummy. I like Master Mummy. Even I'm not playing Master Mummy. I want to play as Max Brass. I think, I mean, like, you guys will know how this turns out by the time you see it, but I think that this one will be the biggest wash of them all. I mean, 
The Twintel versus Master Mummy was a pretty big wash, too, if I remember right. Yeah. Misango versus Lollipop was a pretty big wash. They're probably putting them together like, who can we put Master Mummy next to just to make it okay? Yeah, and also, Max Brass did win the party crash against Dr. Coil, so I feel like people who don't want a second set of Max Brass buttons will try to get Master Mummy buttons. Oh, that's fair. They, I mean, they're different art, so like if you're a Master Mummy player and you played him as Twintel, you should play him again. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like I played Dr. Coil in that party crash, so I do want Max Brass buttons. So I'll be like, I'll play Max Brass. Right. But anyway, let me know uh, Let me know how it goes, because you guys already know, and I don't. Yeah, tweet us. So uh, next up, it's time for more Kirby news. Kirby Star Allies is going to get an update this coming summer. So it's probably going to star at least three new of those like Star Allies. And they announced the first one, which is Daroach, which is this little mouse guy who I actually... As someone who's played every Kirby game, I, for the life of me, cannot remember who this is. Mike, who is this? He's the bad guy from Kirby Squeak Squad. You know, the one with That's the mouses. That's right. I remember now. All the mice. Wow. All the mice. You I can't like, remember. It's called Squeak, Squeak Squad. Squeak Squad out of my memory, but I remember now. See, that's funny to me, because Squeak Squad's one of my favorite games, because it had that dynamic treasure structure. Do you remember this? Yeah, no, it's, the, it's not aside. a bad game. Yeah, it's just the idea that, like, you would unlock treasure, but it was randomly generated mm-hmm. which treasure was in which boxes. So you could play through the game a second time, and you wouldn't get certain things until very late in the game that you had gotten at the very beginning the first time. But I- I'm excited for Daroach. I think he's adorable. That's so. cool. I mean, whoever they can make interesting different movesets for, go for it, you know? Yeah. I just don't want... Like, Meta Knight and... Meta Knight, uh, Bandana Waddle D, and DDD are all copies of different abilities in the game, but that's who they are. That's just their shtick. I don't want to see Star Allies do that same thing. Like, there's no point in bringing another character into the game if they're just going to do what something else can do. Yeah, because it's like outside of. I mean, Meta Knight does have the wings, but basically, yeah, everyone's the same. Yeah, essentially. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited if they make him different. I know, like, they made Marks really different, and Rick and his friends Exactly, yeah. All, are different. all the, those ones that we got were different, but we'll see what happens yeah. here. Although, and it's strange that Nintendo announced this as a big old update, because, like, if it were just Star Allies, I don't think they would have been like, oh, get ready for that new Kirby update coming in the summer. So it would be interesting to me to see if anything else other than just new Allies comes in this update. Like, I know... Yeah. As a big Kirby fan, the mini games in Kirby games are always fairly important to me, and the mini games in Triple or not Triple Lux in Star Allies are pretty lackluster with the like the the lumberjack thing and the the baseball meteor thing. So maybe they'll put some kind of fun mini game in there. I would dig that. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the fact that they're like kind of quiet about this and they haven't given a date makes me think they might put a little bit more in there. I'm kind of hoping they do. Like, give me a reason to play Star Allies again. Right. Like, I, I mean, I will play Star Allies again, but like, I look, I was looking through my my gaming history and I looked to Star Allies. And I've 100 percent of the game. Like, I've beaten the final level of boss rush and everything, and I only had like 10 hours. And I'm like, geez, really? And like, Kirby games game. are short. That's okay. But, but no, Kirby games usually aren't that short. Like Star Allies, especially. It's, yeah, and it know. doesn't it require percentages for, like, I mean, I'm really happy about this, but, like, you know, it will give you the percentage for beating, like, the friend tour or whatever, just with anyone, not, like, with each individual character. And it will give you an individual time for an individual character, but it's, like, if you don't want to play through the game more than once, like, or, or the little tour thing, it's, like, eh, give me a little bit more. So I, I would like what you said, like, a couple more uh, mini games and stuff. That'd be cute. So, yeah, we'll see what happens there. I mean, as... 
a huge Kirby fan, Star Allies disappointed me, like, to begin with. Not that it was a bad game, I still really liked it, but it, like, coming off of the high that was Trip Deluxe and Planet Robobot, it definitely let me down. Oh, yeah, so we'll, we'll keep you guys posted on any of that information. The next one I really want to talk about. I'm really excited about oh, this Oh, yes, you are. So we've known that this is coming, but in June, we're getting Donkey Kong Adventure from Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. This is the big and final DLC pack for Mario and Rabbids. So we got a lot more information. All we knew before this was that it had Donkey Kong in it. So now how this works is Donkey Kong Island is an additional world in the game. After you beat World 1, you get access to it. If you've beaten the game already, you already have access to it. This is a separate area, so it's got separate characters, separate power-ups, separate items, separate weapons, and stuff like that. They did say it was supposed to be around 20 hours of content, 10-20 hours, which is, like, really good. They said it, like, right at the end. They were like, 10-20 to 20 hours of content, and I'm like, ooh, okay, now I'm like, I was gonna buy this anyway. Because no other world in the game gives you 10-20 to 20 hours of content. Well, if you play through everything, it does. I guess. Like, look, Matt, I've 100%ed this game, and I have, like, 45 hours. Right. So... I'd say each roll took me around, give or take, 10. Okay. But it's like, the the cool thing about it is it's separate from everything. I really like this kind of DLC, because it says, you know, hey, it's not like, if you don't own this game, you don't get to play the DLC until you've beaten the whole thing. Or, oh, you've already beaten the game? Well, this DLC, the the enemies are like, you know, 20 levels lower than you, so you're not going to really enjoy it. No, this is a separate area, and it's separate weapons and separate levels, and I really like that. So... They told us a little bit of information about it. The, the characters that you'll use, you don't have like a like a party you can switch out like you do in the regular game. You have Donkey Kong, Rabid Cranky Kong, and Rabid Peach. Oh, there's a new so, there's a new Rabbit also. Of course there's a new Rabbit. Yeah. But... It's Rabid Cranky Kong. Yeah, that's interesting. I like that a lot. Yeah, so his uh his weapon looks like a stick. And from what it looked like, it was um, it was basically a shotgun in terms of like the game itself. Oh, can he but pogo though? They He's gotta be able to pogo, it, right? I don't, I don't know. They they said that him and Donkey Kong have a bunch of like cool abilities that they can do in tandem. So I'm I'm hoping pogo is part of it. But nice. the stick looks like it could not necessarily always be a shotgun, from what I understood. But I might be wrong. Cool. This is like I mean, Rabbit Pete. From the the original couple Mar- the original couple big old Switch games, this is the last one that we're like, come on, let's get that at DLC. Yeah, but I'm really excited just to play as Donkey Kong. It looks like he has some cool stuff. He can do some weird things with team jumps. He can pick up literally anything. He could pick up an enemy. He could pick up an ally. He can pick up like those boxes that you use for cover and throw them as weapons. Nice, nice. Yeah. So it looks like all all three, well, not Rabbit Peach, but the other two characters seem to play very differently than any other character we have in the game. So this gets me really excited. Yeah, and that's. I fun. think uh, if you haven't if you haven't picked up this game for it's going really cheap because it's a Ubisoft game, so you can find it places for like thirty bucks, thirty five bucks. It's really worth picking up. I really think you should buy this. It, game. it is very different, and it is a, a very very good turn based shooter. I'm glad that they looked like. I'm glad the characters look different because. That does give you a good reason to go back to the game. I still don't know if this is enough to make me go back to that game, though. Because, like, I did like the game. I thought it was a good game, but I didn't love it the way you did. I don't know if I want to pay, like, $20 just to play another world. Yeah, and that's fair. But you got to remember, for someone like me, I love tactics-based games. No, I, like, I mean, I, I know. Love you love it. So there's no reason for you to not go back to it. Well, you had said you'll you'll watch me play it, right? You'll you'll hang out, come over to my house, and, yeah, and watch sure. me play Danky King. Yeah, sure. <laughs> come hang out with me. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Anyway, though. Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, next up, some some pretty interesting news, for me at least, is that Alolan variants of Kanto Pokemon are about to show up in Pokemon Go. We don't normally talk about Pokemon Go just because we don't the little updates we don't mention, but this is a big update because they've been going in order with everything lately, and now they're like Alolan variants. And I'm like, what? That's awesome. So Alolan variants will be showing up in Pokemon Go relatively soon. No one knows how they're going to do it. Niantic is always hush-hush about what they talk about, so we'll find out when they come out, but I'm very excited for this. I mean, I can't think of a reason why they would be doing this other than it's summer or to promote the main games, because whenever something like this happens in Pokemon Go, it's always to promote something that's going on in the main games, but we're done with Alola, we're done with Sun and Moon, we're going on to Let's Go, or whatever the next Pokemon thing may be. So why are we doing this now? Like, why why is this happening now? Why don't they just do it when we get to Gen 7 finally? But whatever. If it's a summer event, that's cool. That's a better summer event than I could have imagined, so I'm real excited. Yeah, that kind of gets me excited. I mean, you know I don't play Pokemon Go anymore, but if you told me I could have, like, 20 Alolan Executors, I think I'd be interested. Well, Mike, you can have 20 Lolan Executors. <laughs> Are you interested now? I am. All right. All right. Anyway. Wonderful. Um, next one is just something that... Uh, Matt, why don't you take this one? But it's something that we were actually talking about last week. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. So next up, uh, Banner Saga 2 finally has a release date of June 7th. And I'm very glad they announced this because last week we talked about Banner Saga 1's release date, which is now out, by the way. It might not have been last week. It might have been a week before that. But we were worried. We were like... Wait a minute, they announced two. It's it's gonna come out before Banner Saga 3, right? And now, thankfully, finally, they announced Banner, Banner Saga 3, or 2, for June 7th. So don't worry about it. You can play 1, you can play 2, then you can play 3. Because they are important to play in order. It's like the way the choices work. It's, it's yeah. important. I was very excited about this, but someone I was reading something. It was like, oh, wow, when is it going to come out? We have like 60 days between Banner Saga 1 and Banner Saga 3. And then someone's like, well, now it's like 24 days between Banner Saga 1 and 2 and like 40 days between Banner Saga 2 and Banner Saga 3. And I was like, yeah, I'm happy someone's doing the math games, for me. So they, sh- they shouldn't take you a short amount of time, you know, like yeah. play 30 well, minutes every on, uh, day and you'll get there. Yeah, I was reading on uh, how long to complete. I think is the name of the website. Or how, to, how long to beat. It said Banner mm. Saga was like 20 hours, the first one. Yeah. Which sounds like a good amount of time. I mean, I'm, I'm going to pick up these games. I'm just... I, I want to, like, say to I'm going to put down something, either Skyrim or Stardew or... Uh, put down Skyrim. Or Don't Starve before I pick something else up. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Matt. I'm really eyeing that... Um, that sushi puzzle madness that is Sushi Striker, and it comes out next week. Oh, so yeah, I'm, like, I'm getting that. I'm 100% yeah. getting that. I'm very excited for that, actually. Yeah, so I don't know if I want to pick up Banner Saga just yet, especially because, let's be honest, if they release all three games, do you think they won't release a physical v- version with all three on cart? I don't know. Uh, honestly, I don't know if they would do that. Okay. I don't think... I don't know if Banner Saga has ever gotten a physical release yeah, I don't know. If this is, it's supposed to be a trilogy, right? Or is this like a continuation? It is a trilogy. Like, you should play okay. them one after the other. Well, I'm just saying, like that gives me more hope because if there was going to be like Banasaga four and five, then I don't see why they make a physical edition. But if they're like, this is it, one, no, two, this three, is, we're this done. This is the end of it. It's it's done after this. Okay. Well, then I'm hoping. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they ever made a physical edition. They did actually. They did make a physical edition a while ago. 
of well then i'm optimistic the first one i think but i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't hold your breath for it honestly fine well i will play (laughs) through all my other games first whatever listen i just i don't want you to be disappointed okay i'm already disappointed there's no uh there's no f-zero news on switch so I'm innately disappointed. <laughs> All right. Well, next up is Valkyria Chronicles, the new one. Are you crying to yourself or laughing to yourself over there? I'm, I'm really not, not sure. sure. Neither am I. It's Mike, say it with me. It's just a game. I want Captain Falcon to have my babies. It's just a game. I want Captain Falcon to have my babies. All right. Can you say it's? If. Just. Just. A. A. Game. Baby from Captain Falcon. I knew you were going to say that, but <laughs> I did it anyway. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, anyway, man. Matt, tell me about Valkyria Chronicles Special Edition. That's what you just said. Yes, there is a Valkyria I'm a Chronicles good friend. I listen. Special Edition coming for Nintendo Switch. It's actually called the Premium Edition. Ooh. Because, you know, Sega can't be regular. It will well, have, from what I understand, it, will... it has a tank in it, doesn't it? It does. It has a big old statue of a tank. <laughs> I really hope it works. I hope it's I hope it's a uh, a robotic tank that you can just drive around your house. I would love it. It was like a little RC car. I don't think it is, but it's still. not. But that would be great. <laughs> the collector's edition comes with a one hundred percent a one not percent a one hundred page art book. It is modeled after the one of the characters' journals, which is in the game. Um, it also has two add-on side missions, which feature. Um, which features Squad 7. Squad 7 was the squad in the original Valkyria Chronicles game. Oh, cool. So, because I believe it's an anthology series, they all follow different characters. So, like, that's pretty cool to people who've been following the series. But as someone who hasn't... I like more content, that's cool. It also comes in a fancy collector's box, but that's it. So it's just the tank, the art book, and the extra content. Right, and I'd be shocked if you couldn't download the extra content just as dlc oh i'm sure so this seems cool if you're really into valkyria chronicles but as someone who's not i'm not gonna get it yeah i don't know a lot about this game i know it's a tactics based rpg which as you know according to my own logic i should be frothing at the mouth over but it's just like i have Disgaea 5 sitting on my desk that i haven't started playing i have final fantasy tactics a2 on the nintendo ds which i still haven't played and Fire Emblem's supposed to come out this year, and Banner Saga I'm supposed to buy and play all three copies of. So I'm just like, I'm I'm gonna stop. No 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 tactical RPGs. This is how I was with like two really? platformers. So you're a few just not gonna ago. pick this up? No, I'm not saying I'm not gonna pick it up. I'm just not gonna drop a lot of money on a special edition before I know oh, nothing okay. about this that's game. That's fair, that's fair. I mean I'm definitely gonna get it. I have never played one and I'm very excited to. But moving right along uh the super mario show is on netflix now is that the take one step and then again the mario song one with like the cartoon i I believe it's a cartoon i don't know what song you're talking about but well the cartoon in between had the the cartoon in between had like real people sections it was like a sitcom where mario and luigi were like played by real actors like in a house just kind of hanging out oh my god really yeah watch the show Oh, I'm gonna. It's on Netflix now. So if right. anybody cares about mediocre Nintendo shows, Super Mario is now on Netflix. It's got it's got George Washington in it. Like, I mean, that's 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 reason enough go. to watch. What else could you want? But anyway, yep. moving right We're along. Move along. <laughs> so this is something that's going on in Japan right now, but I want to bring attention to because it might come to the states, and I kind of hope it does. Nintendo is now selling in Japan online Switch consoles without the dock. In Japan, this is selling for about 244 US dollars, but it's just the Switch console with your choice of Joy-Cons. It has any option you want. 
but it doesn't come with a cable. It doesn't come with the port. It just comes with, you know, it comes with the two Joy-Cons, it comes with the grip, and it comes with, um... I think that's actually all it comes with. Like, it's it's just everything but without the dock at a that cheaper price point. That is super cool. Like, if if your brother or your sibling already has one and you just need... You don't, you don't need another dock, then you can get this. Or if you don't even care about using the dock, because in reality, you don't need it, then there you yeah. go. It's a great option for you. I think it's really good just because it gives people more flexibility. And, for example, you know, my girlfriend loves the Switch... And right now we share mine and that's fine. But when Animal Crossing comes out, I know better. I know I can't give it. I can't have her be on mine too because I'll never (laughs) get to play my Switch. I know her and I I love her to bits, but it's just like I need to buy her her own at that point. And this way I don't have to spend as much money. There you go. Look at that. Yeah. Um, So let's hope this comes to the States. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'd be surprised if it didn't, honestly. Although I would be too. I see why they're doing it in Japan first just because mobile gaming is such a bigger thing in Japan than it is here. Yeah. So well, it's not like it anyway, isn't a big thing here. It's just huge there. But yeah. Let's anyway. um. Let's go on to some some main game Pokemon news, shall we? Yes. The listing so, for Pokemon in Canada on Walmart's page has appeared. So take that as you will. It has. It's like seventy six dollars in Canada. I don't know if that's that's, that's normal for price. the course in can in Canadian currency, but normal, I assume it normal is normal for Canadian. Yeah. It's normal. Um, there you go. It's it's there. It's got a blank white background with just the word Pokemon on it. So, uh, reveal incoming question mark. Hopefully, yeah. People were saying that this might be might be likely just because this usually happens before a game is like officially announced, like pretty short beforehand. Not always doesn't necessarily mean anything. No. But like Matt said, we're film we're recording this on May twenty third, so we might have already heard something by now. But- yeah. Yeah, so, and it could be good. Yeah, we'll um, find out about that. I'm excited. Because yeah. if you remember, Emily Rogers did say that we'd hear something before the end of May. So, yeah, who knows? we only have, what, nine days? Yeah, exactly. Eight, and days. Thursdays, Eight days. What? Eight days. The 23rd. Eight, yeah, you're right. Thursdays are always hot times to announce something or something like that. And for oh, Mike yeah. and I, tomorrow is Thursday. So let's, uh, let's cross our fingers tonight. Wear your pajamas inside out for us whenever you yes. hear this sometime in the future. Anyway, uh, the rumored gravy train for Pokemon, as you would expect, has also been off of the rails this week and the past week. There's a bunch of crazy rumors, some of which even contradict themselves. So um, go watch out for those. Have a good time. Don't believe any of them and have a good laugh because some of them are pretty out there. Yeah, there's some good ones. And I think honestly, like, I mean, there's always this kind of you know, rumor, hype, craziness. But the fact that most people, it's generally accepted that last week's leaks seem at least credible by most parties. People are now like, oh, now I can like put some stuff out. Yeah, exactly. It's good. Yeah. So there you go. Think about that next time you go on Reddit and go, (gasps) what? Pokemon's going to be live action? So anyway. It's live action. And there's a giant island in the middle and it's 100 years later and they're going to have 8th generation Pokemon with 9th generation mythics. Matt, don't you understand? It's going to be pretty crazy. Oh, also Sora's there. Yeah. And Hamtaro. (laughs) And who? Hamtaro, the oh. little hamster from the anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Pikachu has. He'd make a pretty good Pokemon. Yeah, he, he would be an interesting Pokemon. Uh, anyway, Donald though. and Goofy would. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Let's not go completely <laughs> off the rails here. Um, so I'll let Mike talk about these. The uh, but Star Fox had some new stuff. So uh, Mike. 
Yeah, so there's new Star Fox rumors. I, I again, we don't know the validity of them, but no, there. It doesn't seem as bad. Yeah, what we read when they was... explain it, but yeah, you, you, you go ahead, you go ahead. I don't want to talk about this. You don't want to talk about this? Are you still upset by it, Matt? I'm not saying I'm upset. I'm just saying that I'll cry. You'll cry, Matt. You you do understand that when they make a new futuristic racing game made by Nintendo second parties that isn't F Zero, like my chances, like I mean, my chances are already pretty slim. Let's be honest. But it's retro, buddy. Okay. So anyway, oh, no, no. I'm not saying it's gonna be bad. You you, you you let's start talk about it and then I'll give my opinion. Anyway, there have been. There have been some rumblings of these brand new rumors for Star Fox. Okay, wait, found the post. So, this game is not like F-Zero, it starts with. The game is based on the R-Wing, which differentiates from F-Zero, the author of this post clarified once again. The title is Star Fox Grand Prix. The game is a mixture between classic Star Fox and racing. You shoot enemies to propel forward and get combos, and you can shoot other players as well. Each Grand Prix is three tracks with a boss fight, where the boss comes onto the track. And moving on, it has a big hub area where you can interact with other Star Fox characters. You pick up missions at the hub, and there's story content to go through. And that's just about it. That's pretty much it. So there you go. There's some more stuff. How credible this is, we don't know. But if this stuff is true, it makes me more excited because it sounds like fun now. Yeah, and I, I do want to say that. Like, as much as I like to pretend to be be salty about it not being an F-Zero game, I was already thought this was going to be a kind of cool idea when they said Diddy Kong Racing. But hearing this, if this is true, I'm definitely excited. And it's retro. Of course it's going to be a good game. It's just not going to have my Falcon Boy in it. So it's <laughs> like... I have I mean, to it pretend might, to it hate might it no matter have what. Boy in it. it could. It could. They could make a shared universe. <laughs> That'd be weird. But yeah. I, All right. But then the, the yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Just focusing on the R wing. I think that sounds cooler. You know, yeah. if it looks like a Star Fox level, just a race. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. All right. So our last bit of news is just. Uh, it actually just got announced. Uh, June 29th in the UK, we have two new 2DS XL bundles, and they're going to have two new colors. So the first one is a black new 2DS XL with the green lining around the edges of it, and it comes with Mario Kart 7. And the other one is a white 2DS XL with like a, a pale violet lining, and it has Tamadachi life on it. I really hope that these kinds of things come to the States. I, I've been wanting to pick up a 2DS. I just like how tiny they are. But you already have a 3DS. I know I do. But like, have you... Matt, have you held a new 2DS XL? It's yes, lighter than your phone. I They're know, like but beautiful. I ha- why, why would I spend however much money on that when I have something that can play all of those games just as well? I'm not saying it's a smart purchase. I'm just <laughs> saying that they're pretty and I want them. Okay. They're, you know what it is, honestly? These things go on sale every once in a while. Like, there was actually this crazy thing that happened a few weeks where targets were, like, docking 2DS XLs for, like, 45%, and I was really bummed that I missed out on it. Because I really want a white and orange <laughs> one. But, you know. I Oh, my God, I remember how bad you wanted one of those. I was, like, fighting myself to not buy it, like, for weeks. And I went to GameStop, and my the guy was there, and he, he and I, like, are pretty close. And he, like, took it out of the box and let me hold it, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh my gosh, this is so nice. <laughs> but, you know, I think I know why he liked you so much, Mike. I, listen, I came in and I bought a Switch, and <laughs> then I came in for the next nine months and spent more money than I've ever spent on video games before. It's okay. I get it. 
<laughs> anyway, with, that's, with that, that is all the news of the week. Yes. So now we do our uh, weekly next discussion. Up is our weekly discussion on... Um, there wasn't a lot of news that we thought was absurdly groundbreaking this week. So leading up to E3, because this is probably the last regular discussion we'll have before E3 hits... Let's talk about Smash, just to rev our engines a little bit. Yes, so, we want to make it very clear. Every podcast is talking about what characters they want Not Smash. only podcasts, YouTube channels, news sites, everything. Everyone's talking about their characters. And don't get me wrong, Waluigi's a lock. But the fact is, is everyone's talking about that. That's not what we want to talk about. So Matt and I decided, no. let's talk about things we want to be in let's Smash, things to return in Smash. everything else. Every, yeah, basically, and if it's not <laughs> what characters we want in Smash, it's going to be talked about today. So, so uh, Matt, do you mind if I take the start here? Uh, go for it. All right, so the first one I want to talk about is Adventure Mode Returns, okay? So if you played Super All Smash right. Brothers Melee, we had Classic Mode, we had All-Star Mode, but we also had Adventure Mode. So this is kind of a precursor to the Subspace Emissary, where it was still, you know, classic fighting, but in between, you were going to, like, worlds. So, like, the first world was, you know, uh, the Mushroom Kingdom. So it was, like, a 2D map, and you were running around like Mario, jumping on the Goombas, hitting the Koopas, collecting items and stuff. And then, you know, stop midway, and you have to fight, like, a bunch of enemies, or you have to fight Mario. And then at the end of it, you would have to fight Mario or Luigi and Peach. And then you'd go to, you know, you'd go to Hyrule and you'd have this really cool, like, big dungeon where you had to go and find all the Links and find the Triforce. And then you had to fight Link. And it was, like, this idea where, like, you had, like, tiny sections of platforming based on certain worlds from the Nintendo universe and then just regular fights. It was just, it was a lot more dynamic than Classic Mode. And I liked it because it was always fun to play as a kid and there were a lot of cool secrets to unlock and find. Like, I think with... With Mushroom Kingdom, I think if you ended the course with anything at a 2 at the end, you would fight Luigi instead of Mario, and then if you beat Luigi and then beat the rest of Adventure Mode, that's how you actually unlocked him. So So, it's Subspace Emissary, but without a story. It's a lighter version of Subspace Emissary. I mean, would I like a new big story mode? Yes, but I'm being... I'm being realistic here. I feel like they're not going to make it. I know. I don't think so. I think we might get one because there's been such an outcry for it. If I mean, if they make it, I'd be happy. But I'm going to start with adventure mode and be pleasantly surprised. That's fair. I mean, I I do like this idea. I also think you know the like the achievement thing that you can do in Smash Four, where there's that screen and there's all those like challenges that you can take on. Yeah. I think. They could take those challenges, instead of doing challenges, you could have basic levels where you could just, you could go through those, like you said, like adventure mode, but you can select a level and maybe you could have multiple difficulties for each of those levels and you can just make it more dynamic in that sense. Yeah, so kind of, I mean, building on that idea of the of the mission mode. Because I think mission mode, I don't know if it was in Brawl. I know it was in Melee, where it was just like those challenges. But make more um, stuff. I think, it, not... I think it was in Brawl. Yeah, I have to assume it was. But... Anyway, yeah. that would be cool too. I I like that would doing those. Cool. Make them make them more dynamic. Listen, listen. It's a two D platformer fighter. So let's let's do some of the platforming. You, you have to be you because it's a fighter first. You have to make sure that it like it doesn't feel half baked when you make a platformer section. You know, I know that was a lot of people's biggest complaints with subspace is that it felt like all right, it's here. That's cool, but I'm here to play a fighting game. So if the platforming isn't fun, you've got to find a way to make it fun. 
Yeah, and I think that was kind of why I like it. I think of Adventure Mode, I think, a little more fondly than Subspace. Like, I loved the story, I loved the bosses, but Subspace was a lot of platforming where Adventure Mode really didn't have that much when you really boiled it down. And I think mm-hmm. that almost worked to its advantage. But I think they could fix it if they wanted to. Yeah, we'll see. And, yeah. you know, that kind of that kind of boils into my first point, sure. which was about that story mode and how cool I think bringing back a story mode would be. So, I don't know. I mean, everybody talks about this. Think Avengers, but Nintendo. Why doesn't that get you excited? And I mean, I know subspace wasn't that great, but adventure mode slash story mode would be awesome. I would dig it. I would love it. Yeah, and I think I think people who people who dig who, you know, dig on subspace emissary don't hate it for its story. I mean, the story was simple, but it was cute, you know? It was like... Oh, yeah, it, I, like this... It's not a good story. It's not some kind of masterpiece of a story, but it's there to be there, and it does what it's supposed to do. Yeah, I think they did as much as they can with, okay, we're gonna have a bunch of Japanese, you know, swordsmen hanging out with Mario, hanging out with <laughs> Ness, hanging out with Sonic and Snake. Like, they did what they could, and it worked. It's a goofy mashup celebration, but isn't that what Smash is supposed to be about anyway? Yeah. So, so like, I, there you go. Make it happen. Yeah. Next thing, something I really want, and it's really simple. Let's bring back tournament brackets, okay? Because me, Matt, and our friends do Smash brackets all the time, and I figured out how to do it so that everything lines up and everyone has the right amount of people, so much so that I have an Excel spreadsheet that I print out every time we go there, so I know where to put everyone's names and numbers and everything like that, and I shouldn't have to keep doing that. It's really stupid that it's not there. Like, And the, the biggest shot in the foot, slap in the face, was when they added it, but it was online only for Smash 4. It's like, why? Why yeah. did you do that? So, I mean, I don't think I need to say anything else. Bring back bring back tournament mode. Tournament brackets are great. That's all you need to know. The, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's it. That's it. Moving right along. My next point was going to be good old custom stages slash custom levels, question mark. So... I think that the brawl, the brawl level maker was a lot of fun. It still left things to be desired, but it was fun for what it was. And then you get to Smash 4's level editor and you're like, what is this? Why would I spend more than 20 minutes of my life playing this? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really, I mean, I had Smash 4 on 3DS and not on Wii U. But my brother had it on Wii U, and you had it on Wii U. But I was never remotely interested in playing with the with the level editor. Where in Smash Four, I mean, you have like three yeah. options, and then it feels like the stuff you can put in the stage fills up so fast that you can't even do anything with it. Yeah. Why? And why can't I get a crazy level editor that brings in set pieces or brings in props and hazards from all across Nintendo's history? Maybe things that aren't even in other levels that are actually in the game. Why can't I put a random stampede of Goombas that fly through the stage whenever I want? Why can't I make a stage that looks like a skate ramp? You know, yeah, like, it just seems so odd. And, and honestly, I think... Mario Maker? That's what like, I was going to say, that, yeah. Is that so into that creativity? Why can't that just be part of Smash? I think after the dawn of Mario Maker, I think they're going to put a little bit more time and, and love into stage editor, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the second part of that was like Adventure Mode, like Subspace. Why couldn't you make levels of those for Smash? I yeah. don't know how excited people would be for that necessarily, but like, if you're going to put levels in there, why not let people make their own? You know, if this is going to be the biggest, baddest Smash ever, why can't you go all out? Yeah. 
Uh, next one I want to talk about. Can we fix Smash Run? I really like Smash Run. Now, this won't oh, surprise God, Smash Run. Listen, no one's going to be surprised about this, because I love Kirby Air Ride, and I love City Trial. And Smash Run, for those who didn't play it, is just City Trial from Kirby Air Ride. It's like they had this huge, cool map with all this interesting stuff going on it, and all these different enemies from all these different Nintendo franchises. And what you did is you ran around, you fought the enemies, and you collected patches which would give you, like, a bonus for, like, jump or speed or smash or strength or defense. And you'd run around and do this for, like, five minutes, and then at the end, you'd usually have a battle, but there were some times where it wouldn't be. Sometimes it would be like, oh, race to the finish, or, you know, um, it'd be like a, a stock match as opposed to a time match or, like, some kind of weird mechanic-based thing or, you know, jump the highest or stuff like that. And it was really fun. It was cute. cool. Yeah. But it could but- be so much better. I mean, honestly, if they took the same exact map and just said, and this is this is the biggest problem. The biggest problem was that you had four identical versions of the map. Oh you God. weren't on the same map. And I was like, that seems so strange because you can see on the mini map where other people are. But, but they're not can't... there. They're not actually there. They're, yeah. they're pulling they're pulling a no man's sky. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just the same world four times. And like, I can understand why they might be like, well, listen, like, you know, when, would you not want people to, like, run after and, like, try to chase after somebody and get them? Like, you know, if I have, like, Matt, if I'm playing against you and I have 10 speed and 10 power and 10 smash, yeah, I could chase after you and just beat you up over the course of five minutes. But if I'm already that far ahead of you, is the five minutes really going to help if I don't spend it getting patches but keep you off patches? Like... No. And it's goofy and silly and it will give you funny stories, so, like, why not? Exactly. It, it'd just be so much more fun to do that and i think with the 3ds version like in the pocket i think they can really start playing with this idea more and maybe even bring this into other you know other variants of smash like i had had written down you know when i was thinking about this like you know more levels like the great cave offensive but make them like an a separate mode as opposed to just like a really weird level um smash well i mean you don't have to play great cave offensive with only four people like it's not intended for that you know yeah I just, like, between that and Smash Tour and Stamina and Coin Battle, like, I feel like these modes, they've always kind of been afterthoughts, but I think they're so close to being really interesting modes that people would want to play regularly. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, Smash Tour is actually my next point, because I think Smash Tour could be so much better than it is. Yeah, I think I've only played Smash Tour, like, once or twice, and the issue was, is I was playing with someone, and they, they got their main, and then I got my main, and I beat theirs, and then they were like, I'm done. Like, there's no way I'm going to beat your main. And then really? they just kind of shut down. I mean... Well, that's silly, because it's, it's about the goofiness of it, and I really yeah. like the idea of the amount of characters that you get. That's your stock. Like, th- those are your lives, and I think that would make a great separate game mode also, where each stock is a life. But that's not my point. My point is is that Smash Tour could be Mario Party but Super Smash Brothers, and it isn't because it's boring. Because all you do is run around the stage, and every now and then you have a little fight or something like that. But there could be so much more to it. And maybe I'm expecting too much from this game that's supposed to be a fighter, but why can't there be other crazy random challenges that you have to do with your friends, you know? Why can't, if it's supposed to be a party mode, why can't it go full-blown into that party mode? Yeah, and I think really the reason that it bothers you so much is just that the the bones are there, right? They're, the pieces are there for yes, this to and be it's there. The same thing with Smash Run. It's like, it's, yeah, they, they're, it's all they're good. There. They're you just, just have to go a little farther with it. And I think the yeah the issue I think with with Wii U and 3DS is that there were two separate versions of it, and so 
you know, while you're working on both versions, it have to look identical for the bulk of the game. Then there's these little split things where, all right, now the team has to split up so we can work on this and we can work on this. And I get how they would be rushed. You know, like, I don't know if that was the case. I hadn't, I don't know anything about that. But I could see why that would be rushed and it could be improved upon. Exactly. I, I have to agree with you on that. Although, I mean, Mike, if... If we're being a little grim here, realistically, I wouldn't be surprised if neither of these came back. I wouldn't either, but I would hope they'd try something. I mean... Yeah, I mean, if they disappear, something will come up in their place. Exactly. I'm just hoping that whatever they replace in general with this is that it's it's interesting enough and captivating enough that sometimes I say, you know what? I don't want to just do a tournament like we always do. I want to do this. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I still want to say, like, oh, I'm going to go play two stock tournaments, no items with somebody. But I'm also okay with saying, let's do something else, too. As opposed to in Smash 4, it was like, eh, I played Smash Run when I was playing on my own. Yeah, I mean, Smash Run is fun by yourself, but I don't know. It should be be more fun fun with players. It could be fun with friends. But, like, I don't know. I could totally see four friends just, like, sitting on on the couch silently for five minutes while they run through their own thing. And it's like oh, we get to play together now. You know what I mean? It's stupid. Yeah. But anyway, what's your your next point? My next point is actually, I have to be honest with you, it's not a point of my own origin. If you're interested, (gasps) just as a side note, if you're interested in more Smash news and you really want to think all things Smash, I really recommend, if you know, you're probably over a certain age because it's a little bit more mature, is the Japan Time podcast. You can find it on YouTube on the channel for uh, the YouTube user Shofu. These guys, they come together, you know, every couple times, every... I think it's like six of them every week. And they talk only Smash for Switch. That's all they talk about. And they talked about this a few weeks ago, the idea of, you know, we have Omega stages, right? This, I, the, these, okay, you can play the level however you want, but then you get a flat stage. Omega, that's it. Right. You know, instead of just playing Final Destination. They said, why don't we have alpha stages? Same concept, right? But it's a battlefield. It's just, you know, flat, flat, stat, uh, flat field with the three platforms. You know, traditional battlefield. Because right now... You know, we have Battlefield, and Battlefield's a really good level, but there's so many levels that you just can't play unless you're playing Omega. And Omega is fine, but it, it, it is a little, you know, it's a little lame sometimes. So why not give us two versions of every stage? One that's just, like, super flat, and one that's wait, just... Wait, 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 wait. I'm having trouble visualizing what this alpha looks like. What does it, like... Close my eyes, what does it look like? There is a flat main platform so that's like, not as like big as Final, Final Destination. Destination. But not as big. But not as big. Okay. And then there's two platforms you can fall through. One on the left, one on the right, same height. And then one in the middle, a little bit higher up. You know, the level battle. Oh, so it, it looks like Battlefield, but for every single stage. It's it's a Battlefield version of every stage as opposed to just a Final oh. Destination version of every stage. Okay. I think That's it would fair. just, you know, it would give the people who play in tournaments the opportunity to listen to some really cool music they don't get to listen to. And then... You know, if you if you don't say, okay, or I'm playing super flat, or I'm playing the real level, you know, I, I mean, options, always options. Options are always good. And honestly, if you make the Omega stage, then all you have to do is basically cut the pieces off the edge of the Omega stage and put three platforms, which most levels have anyway, or platforms yeah, in general. That's, so that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, like omega stages i don't think it's necessary but it would be very cool yeah i just think it would be another cool option and something i could set up like when i play tournaments you know i just say okay do you want all omega stages or all alpha stages let's just do all alpha stages you know yeah so that no i definitely get that all right so my final point is 
Also a little silly. Also totally unnecessary, but could be cool. Let's go. Let's let's leave the kiddie pool on customization, shall we? Let's get into the nitty gritty of it. Oh, let's no. make it fun. <laughs> I think that the customi- the customizable moves, the customization of Smash Four was a-, a valiant effort. It was a good attempt, but I think it could be so much more fun than it is. Let's say this is crazy. This is stupid and crazy. But what if you could animate your own moves? So I got this idea from. There's this game on the PlayStation 4 that's coming out soon called Dreams, and you create everything from the... Well, you can create everything from the ground up, you can use other people's stuff, or you can use pre-made stuff, and you can you can make anything you want. You can make music from it, you can make video game levels, you can make mechanics, you can make a movie, you can make a screenplay, you can make anything out of this game, which looks super cool, but my point is you can make puppeteering in the game, and you can put animations in it. And you can do this using either a regular controller or the PlayStation Move, which is just a terrible version of, you know, Wiimotes or the Joy-Cons. So why can't you animate the you puppeteer the way you want a character to move for a silly little attack, a silly attack, and then you can choose damage outputs or whatever, and you can make it how absurd you want. Obviously, it wouldn't be used in any kind of competitive play, but it would be so funny just to be able to make your own things and furthermore why can't you make your own costumes why can't you just slightly adjust the colors on characters the way you want to all right so i will say this i think the idea of having like a ninth costume choice that was just like a color shader would be very cool the other but you hate my other idea well here it's twofold okay the, my first issue is is my issue was always with the custom move sets i liked the idea i thought it was cool in theory but it was always there was two things for me i'm like if a move is better, um, my issue with custom moves has always been just, it's cool, but if the move is better than the regular move, why is that not the character's regular move? And the second point was always just, it's very cool, but if you don't own the game yourself, you really can't enjoy it, right? Like, I don't want to play custom moves against our one friend, because he doesn't actually own Super Smash Brothers on the Wii U or 3DS. So he only plays on one of our systems. So he doesn't know the custom moves. He doesn't really know how they work. He's never been really exposed to them. And he doesn't really have time to, to practice with the characters that he likes and try out all these moves. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I just That's my personal gripe with the custom moves. No, I totally agree with you. But that those exact issues with custom moves is what my crazy idea is trying to eliminate. Because... They're player-created. They're what you want. So let's say your friend who doesn't know the custom moves of other players comes in, doesn't know what to do. You create your own custom moves. Your friend creates their custom moves, and then you battle with your custom moves that you guys just made. So neither of you know what to expect. Why wouldn't that be some crazy fun thing to do? Just not even as a main way of fighting, but just as some crazy, goofy thing that you can do. I will only say the reason that that won't happen is because you gotta think that the internet will get its hands on this, and if you can animate your own moves, I don't want (laughs) to think about what's gonna happen, but that's exactly what is going to happen. Just, I'm not even gonna go anywhere else, just, that's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, you're right, but I don't know, I think, I think that idea would, could be fun. I admire your enthusiasm, but I'm hesitant. Hey, you know this is this is what we want, and this is what I want. All right. I, if I want if I want Rosalina to pick up Mario by the collar and sucker punch him thirty times in a row, I should get it. Okay. Okay. That's um, all I want. But uh, other than that, I think that's good for our discussion for the week. Um. So last thing we like to talk about is just our quick closing. So Matt, 
Uh, do you have your week's fun fact? I do. And my fun fact is, Mike, when I edit our notes before we begin our show, I really hope that you're not there because if you are, I will get distracted for 15 minutes chatting with you in our notes. Yep. It's I'm at work. You're at home. We have a chat going on, but nope, we're going to chat in our in our, in show our notes. notes. <laughs> All right. Um, my fun fact is that if you're really into classic RuneScape, they just announced that uh, August of this year, they are officially closing down the original RuneScape servers. So get some RuneScape in. If you play RuneScape rest Classic. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, wow. RuneScape Classic. That's sad. Yeah. But I mean, I personally don't care, but that is sad. Yeah, well, it's 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 time. I played RuneScape for maybe twenty minutes when it first came out, and then I never touched it again. That's fine. I played a little more of it than I'd like to admit, but that's fine. Anyway, no. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's our show. Um, if you're interested in who made our intro, our intro is made by Rick's Record. He's on SoundCloud, and he's really cool. Uh, if you want to contact us, cool. uh, you can always email us. We are at pinkgoldpeeps at gmail.com all one word or on twitter we have the pink gold peeps twitter which is run by matt and my personal twitter is at cento says which is c-c-e-n-t-o says uh matt will never get on twitter because he's afraid that if he decides to make his own twitter when he makes the twitter his entire phone will blow up and that will be right when they announce the new smash brothers trailer and he'll miss out on everything and people will be really 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 mean to him because he missed out on that trailer and then they'll spoil it for me. What do I do then? Uh, and don't take, don't, don't use the excuse of after Smash Five will be okay because then Smash Six is on the clock. Oh yeah, yeah. Any any day, any day. Yes. But uh, that's our show, everybody. Have a good night and uh, let us know about any Nintendo news you hear. Yeah, please tell us how you feel about that Pokemon review reveal. Ciao.